0: The 4th of November at 7pm, I'll be holding a Coping with Money-Related Stress EFT online group coaching session. This will be in Zoom, but you don't have to be on camera if you don't want to. You can book a place on this session by going to at Soulful Valley Coaching on Facebook and message me. Or if you're on Instagram, you can go and book on my link tree in the bio, and it's the top link on the On the bio so you can book straight in there. There aren't many many places so if you want a place you'll have to book quickly and on Instagram you can find me at Soulful Valley. Today's guest is Lisa Phillips founder of Amazing Coaching. With over 20 years experience Lisa Phillips is a leading confidence resilience and well-being facilitator, life coach and speaker. Lisa is also a qualified counsellor Lisa founded Amazing Coaching in 2000 while living in Sydney, Australia, a former internal auditor working across 15 countries for a UK multinational company. Lisa has also held senior management roles in training, staff engagement and communications in the UK, Singapore and Australia. Now residing in the UK, Lisa is the author of the Confidence Coach book and her work is regularly featured on TV, radio and a wide range of business and lifestyle magazines. She is currently the expert life and confidence coach on the Love Destination TV channel. Lisa has been awarded several international awards for her leading-edge coaching techniques, including three Bronze Stevie Awards. Lisa works with clients as a one-to-one coach, and she also facilitates group coaching sessions now on a regular basis. Hello and welcome
1: Lisa Phillips. Really nice to be here, Katie. Thank you for having me on. I'm really excited to be on your podcast today. We're so grateful to have you here at Soulful
0: Valley. Firstly, sir, I connected with you in 2017, I think it was, when I ran a local mental health charity called Stages, And you reached out and offered us some help. I don't know if you can remember that. I do, absolutely. I do. And we were the finalists in the People's Project. So you might have even seen us on the ITV news. I think I did, actually. Yep. So it was, uh, I think it was the following year before I actually met you. And you offered to do a couple of workshops for us, which just went down so well. And everybody loved them. You're absolutely awesome. We all love the work that you do. And
1: me especially. I'm very inspired by you. Oh, that's nice to hear. Thank you very much. It's always nice to get some positive feedback, so I appreciate that.
0: And in October, you offered me a place on one of your coaching courses. And that place actually changed my life for the better. So I really want to thank you for that. You really, really helped me out with a lot of stuff that I was stuck with.
1: It's my pleasure. It's, I think that was actually one of the first group coaching sessions I actually did um, in the local area. So it was really nice to have you along as well, Katie. Thank you.
0: Thank you. So can you
1: tell me, Lisa, you've been a life coach
0: for 21 years now. Mm. That's a long time. It is a long time, isn't
1: it? <laughs> How did this journey start for you? Well, it was quite interesting, actually, because um, I'd been, I was living in Sydney, Australia. And I'd moved out there with my company who had actually moved me out there um, at the time to do a role. I'd already spent a year in Singapore and they moved me out to Australia. But the job wasn't working out, to be quite honest. And I had a very um, toxic manager. Now, the company I worked for were extremely good and um, basically said, OK, take some time out while we sort it out and um, also gave me free reign, really, to have some therapy or to see a coach or stress management. And that was the moment my journey started. I remember um, being in Sydney and walking past my um, local, sort of, there was a local sort of uh, beautician almost, and they were advertising life coaching. And in I went, and I met the wonderful Maggie, who is an amazing coach. And that started off my journey, to be honest. So I used to go and see Maggie, Um, and then I knew it was something I wanted to do so I think it was only a few months later after starting that I decided to um, to study NLP and then from there I went on to study um, coaching and basically never looked back so yeah 21 years it's a long time Katie. This sounds awesome and you know I wish I'd found all of this 21 years ago <laughs> me too to be quite honest absolutely i mean it would have made things a little bit more understandable and a bit of maybe an easier journey but um yeah i agree things have changed over 21 years big time
0: they have and a lot more people are talking about this now as well which is awesome isn't it yes it is It's
1: is bit is more, really good it's becoming a bit more mainstream and i love that uh, Me too, as well. I mean, it is very mainstream in in Australia, to be quite honest, compared to the UK. But we're getting there.
0: Yeah, we'll keep getting there with shows like this.
1: Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, keep getting it out there.
0: So, I'd love to ask you about manifesting and the law of attraction. Mm. There's so much out there these days on these subjects, but what I've noticed is there's an awful lot of contradictory information out there as well. So. Yeah, Can yeah. you simplify it for our audience who Not might that. be a little bit confused about it? I'll try.
1: I think you know. I think one of the good things that's happened over the years is that uh, movies have come out and it has become a little bit more mainstream. So we've had movies like The Secret, and a lot of more people are thinking about sort of positive thinking. But I think the issue in that is it leaves people quite um, confused because they're often thinking all I need to do is ask. And I will get what I want, which, you know, is a lot of the um, messages that go out in movies like The Secret. However, I guess if we're really looking at how manifesting really works, if we look at the big picture of manifesting it, for me, it's remembering who you are. And if we think about who we actually are, we're, you know, we were born worthy. We were born good enough we're non-physical energy. And real manifesting is remembering that because when you already know your power, when you already own that you're worthy, when you already know that you are a creator, manifesting becomes about allowing it in. And that's a huge difference from goal setting and ordering what you want, to be quite honest. It's more of a allowing it. To be pulled to you rather than going out and getting it. So, in I guess um, to make it really simple for me, manifesting is remembering who you are and remembering you are a creator. Remembering the universe is there to um, to give you everything. That you want but it's a case of being able to know your greatness know your magnificence not beating yourself up not thinking you're not good enough not thinking you're not equal to anybody else and basically allowing wellness allowing your dreams allowing what you want to flow to you
0: that's awesome lisa thank you for that my and there's a lot of uh, scientific research out there now, which I also love, around okay. neuroscience. And in particular, I've been quite fascinated by Joe Dispenza. And I know that you've brought some of, you're talking about him quite a lot as well.
1: Okay, so. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I think because of the more recent um, research in neuroscience, and, and like you said, you particularly with the works of Joe Dispenza, it's backing up now more sort of our spiritual concepts. To be quite mm. honest, and you know, uh, twenty-one years. I meet a lot of clients, a lot who are very much into the law of attraction, very much into sort of um, spiritual personal development. But then I meet others who perhaps want a more scientific approach. Yeah, and that has enabled me really studying the work of, of Joe Dispenza and neuroscience to be able to explain to them um, it in a more scientific based that it works. And for a lot of people. You know that really helps, and I think for, for most people, knowing a little bit of both as well, because I guess the scientific research makes it a little bit more tangible, and some yeah. people do that, and, um, and then of course we've got the metaphysical side, which is less tangible, but the two together really really work, and it does enable me actually to be able to share this with more clients who would maybe be not so much on the spiritual side, have yeah. got more of that sort of scientific brain. And, and I
0: think it's helped a lot of us to come out of the closet with a bit more confidence as well, hasn't it?
1: I agree. You know, when you're able kind of hiding to hide in that so, bit away. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when you're able to say, well, have you, have you seen these um, fMRIs? They're amazing. This is what happens when you positively think. This is what happens when you align your heart and head. You know, it, it sort of gives you a bit of courage in your conviction as well. You know, so absolutely. So
0: who else has um, been influential on your journey, Lisa? Good question.
1: Um, Actually, when I first started with my coaching, I was, and I was sort of going through training myself, Uh, Debbie Ford, who unfortunately has passed away now, um, I love her work. And it was something that I really, I guess, oh, I just loved every bit of it. And I I went off to New York and I went off to San Diego. I did a lot of her courses. Uh, They're based on the shadow, that the personality, every single one of us has a, a, I guess, a shadow personality that we're ashamed of or labels that we have and i love her work and it's still work that uh, i bring into my coaching now um, because it, it is beneficial for everybody you know we all seem to have this dark side that we're ashamed of and when we bring the light into this dark and own it um it really can have a huge, you know, help you feel better and also just understand yourself a little bit more. So yeah, um, I mean, hugely now who influences me, um, the work of Abraham Hicks, Joe Dispenza and um, Debbie Ford. And, you know, I'm always, I'm always sort of seeing who resonates with me at the end of the day. I really like um, Anita Morjani's work. I've seen her quite a few times. It's really good seeing new stuff coming up Although, you know, most of the time we're all saying the same thing. Yeah. But it's really nice to hear it in so many ways. And I think that's really important because I think there's so much out there these days that you have to choose through your body what feels right for you. Because what might feel right for one person may not feel right for you. And that's okay. You've got to trust your guidance on that rather than trying to sort of um, learn everything. I think that's a really important point.
0: Yeah, we're all different, aren't we? So we all experience it differently through different people. Absolutely. So with what's been going on lately, COVID and uh, the way the world is at the moment, what's one tip that you could give to anyone who might be struggling with their mental health now?
1: I think um, one of the things I see happening particularly COVID is people naturally taking that sort of position of, I'm in this situation and I don't want to be in it. I don't like where I am. It's not good. I don't feel it. Worry, 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 stress, 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 stress. And I guess if there's one tip That I could give to anyone is really if you could do some little work on trusting in your well being. So, when I say trust in the well being, it's been able to say, okay, I'm not, maybe I'm not comfortable with where I am, but I'm still going to be okay. You know, everything's going to be okay. Um, One of the little mantras I use to myself every day is, I'm going to have a good outcome this is going to have a good out. And, you know, with mental health in particular, there's a lot of fear, there's a lot of anxiety, there's a lot of depression. And if you can tap into a little bit of that faith and trust that the universe has got his arms wrapped around you, that everything's going to be okay, let go of the oars, that switches off the struggle. And when you switch off the struggle, you get clarity coming to you as well. And it feels better. You know, to be able to just say, OK, I'm going to switch off the struggle switch and I'm just going to try and sit in that faith instead of fear.
0: That's awesome. And that's exactly what I've been doing during this whole time. I've uh, trusted Great. that this is all
1: happening for me
0: and not Beautiful. to me.
1: Beautiful, Exactly, Katie. You know, like you said it perfectly there, you know, just trust. Trust in a good outcome. Trust that the, that you're going to be okay. Trust that what you want is going to flow to you. But you've got to, which I know you're doing, cultivate that allowing feeling inside of you, rather than it's not coming, nothing's going to happen, you know, and, and go into that pushing away mode. Mm.
0: So, what is the biggest thing that you see your clients struggle to get past?
1: Really good question. Two quick things. One, believing they're good enough. I wish <laughs> I had a pound or a dollar for every time somebody deep down just felt that they weren't good enough and you know of course that's not true but it's also an opposition to how the universe sees you the universe always knows that you're good enough um but some people and i think just about every client depending on what's happening in their life they often have a deep seated fear that um that they're just not good enough and secondly an interesting one um you know very much in my work as a coach it's about allowing it's about not Taking, not taking action, not not striving, not struggling, not motivating, and um, when I have obviously people that come to see me and maybe they want to have a new career or they want to feel better or they want to do a relationship, they often struggle with me saying okay you don 't need to go out and do anything about it, you just need to sit and allow it, and you know instead of going out for four hours and writing down cVs or worrying, just sit back for fifteen minutes and feel how good it would feel and a lot of peoples Really struggle with that. It's like, well, hold on. I should be out there. I should be doing things. And and I'm often saying, well, not not if it doesn't feel good. Not if it's a struggle. You know, sometimes you just have to sit back and allow it rather than motivating yourself. Say. And I, I
0: think that was one of my patterns was mm. I've always been a doer. Yeah,
1: and, and really, that's done. And it
0: has the total opposite effect
1: that I want, doesn't it? Absolutely. I mean, society is about that. You know, that we give medals for people that work hard we give medals for people that struggle when actually there is a much easier way and we don't have to be doing especially when we're doing things that don't feel good it's counterproductive you know we're much better to get ourselves in the feeling of um appreciation or gratefulness or get excited about the things that we want coming to us and cultivate that matching vibration in our body but most people are like no not doing that (laughs) (laughs) Gotta go out. Gotta
0: do something. And and I've noticed lately because I'm I'm more in in the being than the doing. Mm. I have written down some little things that I don't want to forget. I'm not having to go and do the thing that I would have to do for that to happen. It's coming.
1: absolutely
0: It's Um, coming. I'm I'm getting a a phone call or a message or or something.
1: Brilliant. Sorted without me going to do it. It's 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 quite amazing when you finally get there. Do you know what that's so true I mean one of the things I often get my clients to do is get an A4 sheet of paper put a line down the middle on one side things that they will do and on the other side things the universe will do and write down just like you said all the things that you want the universe to do and then just wait and appreciate and imagine it coming to you and then it will come just like you said that you know instead of you rushing out and doing everything and when the universe does provide it will be so much better than you could do as a as a sort of human being so no that's great and it's much nicer isn't it katie when that happens and
0: and one of the things that we we end up doing as well is that we need too much don't we we need it we keep looking for it and yeah and then that blocks us
1: yeah and, uh, i need to be doing more i should be doing more yeah. I should be taking action yeah why um, isn't it here yet yeah absolutely the universe
0: time? doesn't do time the way we do does
1: it no absolutely absolutely not but if you can sit and trust that it's on its way and the path's lighting up and you know you're taken care of and you can trust and you know really cultivating this is manifesting you see cultivating from the inside that you're cared for, you're looked after, that the law of attraction's working, your path right um lighting up, trusting you're in a guidance. You know, that's manifesting, not going out and, you know, strangling something to death in order to get what you want.
0: Controlling the whole
1: thing. Absolutely. <laughs> Let us go. Yeah. Can you share some of your
0: personal manifesting stories with us, Lisa? I'm sure you've got plenty. Mm.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I guess one of the most memorable ones, well, I've got two, I guess one of um, the most memorable ones are when I was living in um, Sydney because I lived there for 20 years. Um, rent in Sydney is absolutely extortionate. And I just thought I'd have a play with manifesting um, and manifest six months living in the house that I lived in in the eastern suburbs of Sydney, which is a really nice area and not have to pay rent for six months. And I just thought I'd play with it and I, all I did is I sat and I thought oh wouldn't it be nice if I didn't have to pay rent and I felt how nice it would be to still to have the money in my bank account and still live where I did and you know and no rent to be paid and then I I just got on with it um and I didn't let anything crowd my judgment because if if I had said that to anyone they'd have gone well that's not possible how you how are you gonna live there rent free you know oh yeah I'm sure that's gonna happen but I didn't, I didn't even mention it to anyone I just sat for a bit of fun and felt how nice it would be and it wasn't long actually it was only about a month later I remember being in my um apartment it was a bedroom apartment and I woke up and there was a hor- horrendous storm and water was coming through the ceiling fan and um basically the roof had been damaged and the water came through the fan. It blew all the electrics in the bedroom. And there is quite a bit of carpet damage. So um, on notifying my landlord, they said, okay, um, you won't have to pay rent until we get it fixed. So it'll probably be a couple of weeks. And I thought, fantastic, really good. But what happened, it was a leasehold uh, body corporate policy and none of the owners were well, there in dispute really with the management agents and they would not pay to get the roof fit. So what happened was for six months, I didn't have to pay rent and it was just so fun. It was just really good. And I guess um, another one was just speaking on cruise ships because I speak on cruise ships for um, Celebrity, Princess Cruises, P&O, Princess. And um I went on my first cruise and then I just decided that I wanted to be a speaker. And again, I thought about it, I felt how good it would be, I imagined myself speaking on deck and then I left it. And then I remember waking up one day from a snooze in the afternoon and there was an email inviting me to be a cruise ship speaker. So, you know, there were a couple of ones that I always remember just going, "Yay! Yeah, that's fantastic, really good."
0: And I've got tons of things as well that that I can see with hindsight how I did manifest them but I didn't know I was manifesting them
1: well that's really important because and I think what's really important is to not just think of manifesting as the good as the big stuff manifest a good day manifest an easy day you know manifest um It's like yesterday, I sort of got up in the morning, I got my vibration right, and then everything through the day works. I found that there's a new series of the TV show that I really like had came out. You know, all my clients seem to pay me early on time. Somebody then offered me a free place, at a spa, you know, and I think we have to remember that it's not just tapping into those big wins, it's tapping into the well-being that is there for you every minute of the day.
0: Yeah, and actually appreciating and celebrating those little things. Absolutely. But you There's probably don't manifest- even notice because you're too busy focusing on the uh, the lack things of the big you didn't things. want.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> Whereas, you know, you know, a perfect drive somewhere, a, a car parking space, m- bumping into a friend, they're all manifestations. Yeah. You know, a better feeling emotion is also a manifestation. So,
0: And that's what we're ultimately looking for, anyway, isn't it? Those that feelings. Yeah. It's good. Good. yeah. You wrote a, a, an amazing book called the Confidence Coach, which I read, and I passed it on to my daughter i don 't think she 's read it I really really want her to read it yeah, you're reminding her with this podcast
1: oh, excellent <laughs> okay, well there, there you go there's a reminder
0: so I highly recommend that book
1: oh thank you you know i it was something to be honest. I always wanted to write a real book, you know I know ebooks and self publishing are huge and and absolutely that's fantastic but for me I wanted a book in a bookshelf in a bookshop and I wanted to get a it published so I started with the manifestation and then what I was seeing in my coaching you get familiar patterns you know that about people feeling not good enough and people not valuing themselves or not feeling safe so that's when I decided that it would be ideal to sort of write the confidence coach as really picking up on some of the key things that I see when um, clients come to see me or I, I see, you know, coming up in myself. So mm. um, I was really lucky. I manifested getting a great publisher and it didn't take me long, actually, when I think about it. It took me a, for about eight months. That's awesome. It yeah i love writing katie so it's something that's very downstream for me so it's not you know i can't remember who said it there's somebody said the 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 world doesn't need more authors the world needs more um people who love to write Mm -hmm. and i find that interesting again more and more people write to make money or for their credibility and again that's entirely up to them that's their journey but for me, it was an enjoyable journey. I did it because I felt inspired to write it.
0: And that's similar to why I'm doing this podcast. I don't really care what's at the end of it. I just Great. want to enjoy the journey of it and, and get some awesome information out there that people will understand who who are more interested in audio and might not pick up a book. So fantastic
1: oh, yeah. you know that is so true because we need to enjoy the journey it's not about pinching yourself up from well-being just so you can get a good ending no well no, you can't get a fantastic ending from a crap journey so i think it's wonderful no. what you're doing you know you. and really enjoying the process Of it and getting it out there and you're right you know a lot of people I'm not a video fan to me I'm much more book and listen to I'm not particularly um
0: I'm not a video fan well I am I like watching videos but I don't I've been on a few courses where I've been encouraged to go and do Facebook lives every day and that's not for me yeah you've got to do what's right for you yeah I just if I need to know that I'm I don't want to put that pressure on myself to have to show up all the time. Yes. have to get myself dressed up Oh oh, God <laughs> Absolutely. when when i I want to use my energy for for other things, I don't want to use up all my energy just for getting myself ready for a video that I'm going to be uncomfortable with. so this
1: absolutely. was a little easier for me and you make a good point there again, you know, follow your own guidance. don't follow what other people are doing. follow what feels good. To you because again there are a million people out there that will tell you how to live your life but you are the only one plus your guidance that know what's best for you so tune in to you I mean I talk about this in my coaching I'm not there to tell somebody what to do because I'm and I'm not their guidance I'm there to help them tap into their guidance so they can live the life that they want to do but you know I'm not going to say to them to to live their life like I do because that's my life what they want might be different so you know that's a really good point that you've made there thank you um you've
0: been on quite a few abraham hicks cruises Mm, i I just so would love to do that
1: yeah it's great fun actually what
0: were those yeah what were those experiences like
1: Uh, well i was lucky enough for my first cruise i went on my own and met an amazing group of people and actually we've all then most of us have cruised together um, I think I've done about six now. Look, One of the great things about being on a cruise, you've got, already got a high vibration. You're on a five-star cruise. Mm. You, know, you don't have to make your bed. Your food's all there. So you're already feeling good. And then, of course, you're um, surrounded by like-minded people. But it, the energy is amazing, to be honest. When Esther comes on the stage, you can literally feel the energy. Um, and I love cruising anyway. It's one of my favorite things to do. So yeah great experiences you you know a lot of people are in the audience wanting to get their question answered um by Abraham but just being in the audience you get your question answered anyway it comes around to be honest
0: I've had experience of that as well because I did go and see her when she was at the O2 yeah. And every single person that sat in the seat, the questions that were asked were all relevant to me. So absolutely. It, was I mean, awesome. yeah. it,
1: is, it is an amazing energy. And like I said, I met so many great people Um that it's also nice to be. I mean, I'm not I'm more of an introvert, to be honest. Um So, you know, there are big groups there. But I was lucky enough to meet like a small group of people that were. We're still in contact now. We hung out. We did things together. And it's really nice to actually talk about um, this work with like-minded people as well. Because, yeah. you, know, uh, you know, if I was to talk about Abraham Hicks, perhaps to my close family, they would probably think I was mental.
0: Yeah, I think mine, mine do it. think that sometimes, yeah. yeah. I'm hoping that one day they might get it, but it doesn't matter if they don't. It doesn't
1: matter. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: I get it. That's what matters. That's it,
1: yes. <laughs> Uh,
0: apart from from your own book do you have any other good uh, book recommendations for our listeners
1: well you know again it really depends where you are on your journey and you know I often say just see if it resonates and uh, I often just say ask the universe you know is there a book I should be reading um one of the ones I often get my clients to start with when they're on their journey is um the wonderful Louise L. Hay you can heal your life but then, you know, Abraham Hicks, I love, Power of the Placebo, Joe Dispenza, um, um, Blue Slipton, Biology of Belief. There are some amazing books out there. But again, um, it is about where you are. Um, Cheryl Richardson does a really good 12-week self-care plan, uh, which is really important. But, you know, ask, ask the universe what you should be reading. <laughs> and the next time you're in the bookshop, it'll fall on your feet.
0: Yeah and and I I have sort of ended up with my books like that as well just randomly somebody mentions a book and it's i you know i know i need to read it i know yes,
1: totally right. that's that's yeah <laughs> yes, and i love that
0: and the bizarre thing about this lockdown is i had everything here already to support everything that i was doing every tons of books on my shelf that i could read beautiful it was awesome all provided for you all In provided. Way. yes Beautiful. So what's, what's the impact that you'd like to make in the world, Lisa? Um, look, I,
1: I want to feel as good as I can. And that's not just I know that might sound a little bit selfish, but when I feel good, I help others feel good. I want to uplift other people. I, I want them to recognize and feel good about themselves. Because there's too many of us out there that really hate ourselves, dislike ourselves, give ourselves the hard times, you know, um, uh, we're our own worst enemies rather than our own best friends so I guess one of the things that I want to do is is help my clients get back to who they really are uh, help them find their authentic self but be happy that's, that's one of the main beautiful. things
0: that's yeah beautiful. really
1: simple but and me of course because if I'm not happy I can't help anyone else so yeah
0: and 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 you have a, an impact you impact other people just by being who you are and the Agreed. best version of you anyway so yes I totally agree
1: but, totally yeah. agree
0: and and one of the books I've read recently is called Get Selfish. And it is all about that. So Lovely. <laughs> there's another good book.
1: <laughs> Lovely. Oh, actually, I just to throw in another good book recommendation. Um, uh, Beverly Engel, especially for women. Beverly Engel is an expert on sort of women's self-esteem, learning to say no, perhaps if you're in toxic relationships. She's an amazing woman. She's been on Oprah a couple of times. And she actually wrote one of the recommendations for my book. and i would recommend her books they help me a lot finally where can our listeners find you well um my website www.amazingcoaching.co.uk facebook amazing coaching twitter amazing coaching so uh, amazing coaching to be quite honest um
0: and and i can vouch that you do do amazing coaching and so listeners go and have a look and check out lisa thank you thank Welcome. you for today
1: Lisa thank you it so much for my pleasure, pleasure. really excited to, for you to do the, the podcast I'm really excited for you as well and thank you for everyone for tuning in thank you take care Bye. Bye. thank you for listening to the
0: soulful valley podcast I hope that you've heard something today that makes your life a little lighter our aim is to share love light and wisdom and to raise consciousness and ease suffering If you've enjoyed this show, please subscribe, rate and review and let others know about this podcast if you think they would benefit from listening to it.